Chabiso Musiya on SAFM. And as mentioned, Annie LaRue joins us on the line now, World Cup winning Springbok. Annie, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for taking our call tonight, sir. Thank you. Nice to be with you. Thanks, Annie. Three three defeats in a row now for the box. Annie, what's gone wrong? Yeah, it's not quite where we want to be at the moment, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, we, we need to do a little bit of introspection. I must say the commitment was a lot better Um Yes, you know, this last test match mm. compared to the previous two. Uh, the game could have gone either way, but uh, we didn't capitalize on the opportunities we did have. And and you, I guess you can't be a bad team overnight, Annie, but are the Bucks going backwards at the moment here or can they recover and bounce back? No, they can definitely recover and bounce back. You know, uh, the, there's, a, there's a lot of capability and talent in that Springbok side. Um, I think we just need to vary our play a little bit on attack mm-hmm. because uh, my view is always if you if you become predictable, you become beatable. And it doesn't make sense that when you are on attack, you, you, you revert to 50-50 options. Um, you know, that when you're holding the ball, you must keep the, the opponents under pressure. Even if you don't score, you've got opportunities to... To to put force penalties down and at least be able to kick for poles. So uh, I think there's probably a little bit of a tactical change required. Um, I think against Australia, the two previous Test matches, Australia did the analysis well. They knew what we were going to do, and uh, you know they exploited uh, they exploited us when uh, uh, where we least expected. Uh, out of all the stars, Australia. From an analytical point of view, in terms of how they go to work about assessing the opponent's strengths and weakness and how to attack and where to attack, are probably the more astute out of all uh, you know the international sides. They're not necessarily the strongest, but they, uh, from an, an analysis point of view, tend to be the the, the more astute side. So, are you saying, any you'd like to see them run it a little bit more, run the ball a bit more? Yeah, I think, you know, I can understand the percentage play um, from from the Springboks to some degree, but there is a point at which you need to grind the opposition out. It, it's uh, it's a bit of an indictment if we are, you know, just outside the opponent's 22 starting to kick up and unders and not uh, placing them under pressure and grinding them down into a, either a penalty or have the confidence to try and break their line and... Uh, uh, you know, try and score tries. Uh, there is something amiss for me. There should be, you know, uh, prearranged uh, moves. And I know, you know, set phases have become great platforms to to attack from. But th- the game has matured so much now that you, you, you end up playing phase after phase. There's a lot of defense out. And you now need to manipulate that defense uh, through phase play. So whoever is... Uh, running onto the ball needs to do that really flat. You need to get over that advantage line so that opposing teams on the back foot. And you've got to be creative enough in, in, in the midfield to be able to, you know, create uh, opportunities to score. You need to manipulate the defense. And mm. I don't think we, we're really doing that. You know, when last we see, uh, you know, Am with the ball in his hand running, mm. you know, outside center. Is, is, is straight defence today, and uh, we need to see the backline run. 
And but every time they try to do that, I saw them in in the game against Australia when they tried to run. They look so uncomfortable, and there's so many handling errors. Why is that? Is it something they don't practice the training, or or it seems like it's just something that they're not used to to doing? Yeah, look, I think you know they you you treat every ball on its merits in in, in a sense, and and I think we also need to vary our play between nine and ten. Yeah. I think uh, you know we've become so used to uh, either Faf or, or Pollard, you know, kicking up and unders that they that that Pollard sits in the pocket. I haven't seen Pollard attack flat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and put his loose forwards back into the game. That becomes very predictable. So I definitely change the way Pollard attacks, um, and I would also bring Faf. And, and use the loose forwards running uh, across the field using scissor moves, running flat into into little gaps. But the fly off, uh, you know, Pollard uh, needs to needs to help fast create those opportunities with the loose forwards. Um, in doing so, you know, we'll hopefully get over the the advantage line, and we should also be speeding up our play. So, in other words, you know, as soon as we go down. Uh, then the ball slow to come out, and and then the defensive team is, is stacked up. As soon as you go over the advantage line, you start creating momentum, and the ball needs to come out quicker. The quicker the ball comes out, the quicker you can attack, and the less organised the defence are. And it's almost as if we are because our, our option is first to kick the ball. We're rather opting for a stable platform instead of a dynamic platform where we play the ball flat and get over the advantage line. Hmm. When, when you were sent to with Yapa Mulder there, what, what, what were the instructions to you? How did you guys play? Was the first priority to defend and then attack, or, or was it a bit of 50-50? And the reason I'm asking is that over the past few weeks, we've been talking about Dialende and Am, especially in that series against the Lions, that the people were saying they're the best center pairing, but it seems like they're just restricted. All they do is just defend, and we just don't see them attacking enough. Yes, and you, you do need to create those opportunities for them to attack. And, and I think that's where we, we are a little bit, uh, what's the right word, you know, uncoordinated uh, in a sense where, where we seem to play, uh, you know, nine-man rugby, ten-man rugby, and, and, and uh, through defense and through placing kicking pressure on the opponent's hope to score, to score tries. You, you don't, you don't have a sense of excitement or a feeling that we're going to be be creating something unique out of out of a situation anywhere on the field. So, uh, you know, again, you, you have to vary your play uh, against these opponents. You know, they've got analysis, people analysing your games, understanding what you're doing. They put people in pockets uh, so that you know, kicking is is. Uh, is easily taken and so forth, and they compete better than than uh, than our guys at, at times. So they move people around specifically to 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 combat, you know, what what we do. We mm-hmm. cannot from today go into one test match with with exactly the same game plan as the next. And even if we do, we have to create create for ten minutes or fifteen minutes, create some variation, just to keep them thinking. Uh, you know, otherwise, it, 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 it's a, it's a, it's, we become too predictable. 
Okay, we're speaking to Henny LaRue, World Cup winning Springbok, just about uh, the box games um, against the All Blacks. There was one this past weekend, there's one coming up on Saturday. The squad has been picked and we're going to get Henny's thought also, thoughts also on the match day squad. But let's take a couple of voice notes that have come through on 061-4104-107. Um, good evening, Tabitha, and good evening to Mr. Henny LaRue. La uh, very disappointing. Um, I've just got a question for Mr. LaRue. As a player who has won the World Cup with uh, um, uh, the Springboks, what is our style of play? You know, you know South African rugby. You've played, you've seen our players. Uh, you've played in the system. What is our style of play? How do we play as South Africans in terms of rugby? Um, and then the second question, um, you know, I expected change in this last uh, test match against uh, the Springboks. Maybe a guy like Apelela Fassi to be given a chance at fullback, you know, just for us to be a brave, even Gobas Reinach, you know, to play at, at, at scrum off. Why not do that, guys, if we've got the likes of Gobas Reinach? You know, I expected at least a, a bravery, the, the Dupree brothers, Jean-Luc Dupree, Dan Dupree, you know, give them a go. You don't, you never know what's going to happen, you know, but I'm hoping changes will be uh, happening at the end of your tour in, in Europe. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, even, sir, I would definitely put, uh, if there's one change I'll make, I'll I'll try and experiment with Elton Yankees playing fullback and uh, putting Valila Rue on the bench. I think uh, we need some creativity and we need an extra kicker on the field. And uh, I would just like you to touch on um, the, the sagas taking place at Western Province Rugby. You know, where politicians can stay at the game, you know, that's always a good thing. That's why I don't know why they made Ibrahim Rasul chairman chairman at western province rugby just causing a lot of chaos there and undermining uh, um, the president uh, zalt Moredi. so um yeah thank you good evening tabs uh spring was they didn't be so badly in the last game they were just unlucky yeah please help me here tabs uh, about this hundredth game between the new new zealand and the spring box i don't know is it before they, 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 like they say, it's, it was in hundred. It's a hundred in New Zealand. Was it be, since 1992 or before that? If it was before 1992, no. Which which means I don't know. Because the, the, before 1992, Springboks were, were not representing South Africa. They were representing only the few, not the whole the whole of South Africa. You see. So I don't I don't know. Please, can you clarify for me that I, I, I'm confused. Because even Bafana Bafana, we know Bafana Bafana and other all, all these uh, uh, sporting coach. We joined the international sporting coach in 1992. So I don't know when they say the Springbok. It was a, a hundred game. It was before or after 1992. Those hundred games. Thank you, Opas. Okay, thanks, Opas. I'm going to get to that later on, but let's just get some of the questions out of the way. Many, there was a question about our style of play, and this is has been up for debate now. What is our style of play here? Do we have a South African style of, of, of play? Is that why we go with a 6-2 forward split on the bench? We rely on the forwards too much. Do you agree that is our style of play? Yeah, look, I mean, the way you choose your players is a, is a clear indication of how you intend uh, to play uh, a particular game. And that's why, you know, some people tactically only announce the team late and so forth. Uh, in fact, I've always been of the view that uh, we should become a little bit more like gridiron 
where we put replacements on quickly to change the nature of the play and enable uh, you know the, the creativity from the entire squad to have a role. But, but that's my own personal view. Um, getting back to the question, yes, we, we definitely are favoring a kicking style of play and the kicking uh, style of play is, is based at, at nine uh, and then secondary at 10. The intention, I think, is to is to ensure that we that we play an opponent's half. The fact that we've got uh, you know the six-two split is a clear indication we want to dominate in the scrums, dominate in the lineouts, and grind the opposition uh, down so that we can physically dominate the game. So so that is in terms of how we've been choosing the team in the, in the last uh, you know couple of games. What I would uh, except is, is the general style of play uh, that we're following today. And and back in your day, was that the style of play, any that won us the World Cup in 95? It, it was predominantly that, but it wasn't to the extent that, uh, uh, you know, that, that it is being enforced today. Um, I see there's always a preference, again, for... For a left-footed fullback, we've had that in every single World Cup that we've won. I don't know if that's just a, a luck or an omen, mm. but every time we've got a right-footed fly for a left-footed fullback, uh, you know, we seem to win. But there is some method to that madness because if you have got scrums and options, in, uh, you know, where there are loose rucks and malls uh, in the middle of the field and you split your scrum off, fly off, you can kick to the opponent's team, which means your wings have to drop back to to support your fullback, which gives you the opportunity to create an overlap. So, so that's the the mindset around uh, uh, around positioning in, in terms of placing parties on 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 the field. The style of play generally, you know, South Africans have always been very very strong on defence. Uh, had the requirement to limit their mistakes in their half. Once you get into the opponent's half, we usually try and uh, you know open up and, 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 and try and explore opportunities to score tries. Okay, and there were a couple of questions about the team that's been speak- picked. Only one change to the starting 15. It's, a, it's, it's an injury force change of Oxenjeff of Franz Malerbe. Would you have liked to see some changes? Um, um, any? I would have thought maybe with one eye on the next World Cup, uh, there's nothing much to play for in the rugby championship. Give some of the youngsters a, a, a run here, but I guess there's still pride to play for. What do you make of this team that's been picked? Because it's similar to to the team that's played in the last match. Yeah. Look, you know, to be honest, um, we kept New Zealand, and there are very few sides today that keep New Zealand to to such a close uh, score margin. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not totally against the pattern or the plan that they play, but I do feel the last uh, our option taking, particularly when we are within the, their ten yard between their 10-yard 22 and definitely within their 22, there's no requirement for us to go to a 50-50 play. We need to be a little bit more creative, try and step into the gaps, try and offload in the the half tackles and try and maintain position and put the opponents under pressure. But we we, we seem to rather opt for a 50-50 with a a kicking uh, game, which which to me I don't feel is, is 100% right when you're there. 
rather force the penalties. And uh, as you know, three-point penalties is the easiest three points that you can get. So uh, I think I think that's something we can revert back to. And and what did you make of the All Blacks in the first match, Jenny? Yeah, look, interesting interesting point. Uh, to me, the All Blacks weren't the All Blacks of old. Uh, they didn't seem as uh, uh, as well-oiled and as organized, and that could be as a result of good defense from the South African side, but there's definitely not the cohesive type of All Blacks that uh, that we've seen in the past in, 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 in previous test matches. And just back to the box now, questions will be asked about the coaching of Jacques Nenaba, or is it too soon to be asking questions about his coaching because he's never had a head coaching job before this one? Yeah, look, I do think, you know, he's obviously followed Rassi for, for, for quite some time prior to this. Uh, he's got a good understanding, and I do still think that uh, that Rassi has some influence in terms of what happens. Um you, you don't become a water boy for nothing, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. There's definitely still some mixed influence there, and and I think uh, you know it's probably a bit early. Uh, you know the two losses against Australia hurt. Uh, it was a close game. You know if if we hadn't made the mistake, we could have won last Saturday. So the reality is we're in the mix. It's not. It's not as if we're getting thumped by twenty, thirty points, and and it is the All Blacks we're playing against. <laughs> and then just just quickly, I forgot there was somebody said they want to see Apelele Fasi at fullback. Another person said they want to see Elton Yankees at fullback. Would you would you support a change at fullback? Um, I don't. You know, if if I if I did, it would be for a different reason. And I know we we want to get creative and. Uh, uh, I mean, Trusty is a is a brilliant player. Um, he is creative. Whether he's uh, whether I'd throw him into the Test match now, uh, you know, against New Zealand, I think I'd like to see him where he's got a little bit more space, uh, just just to, that he can get his uh, feet and get his confidence. Uh, because uh, you know, playing a big big Test match like that is. Uh, you know, can either make or break a person, and, and we should build him up and, and, and try and ensure that he gets some some nice games so he can build confidence uh, in that position. Okay, Yanni, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for taking our call here on SAFM. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Yanni LaRue, former box centre there. That partnership that we'll never forget, Yanni LaRue and, uh, and the Yappe Mulder.